the Apostle Frederick Kaluluma podcast channel. Apostle Frederick is the senior pastor of the City of the Lord Church, and he has been anointed by God with a message that will take you deeper in your walk with Christ. We have the mission to bring hope to the hopeless, and we seek to build a community of believers founded on faith and walking in love until the return of our Lord Jesus Christ. So, if you would like to officially join the City of the Lord Church and get access to pastoral care, counsel, and one-on-one sessions with the man of God, fill in the form in the link below the podcast description. Now, here comes today's powerful word. It is your word. So grab your Bibles, pens, and notepads as we join Apostle Frederick from the City of the Lord Church in Lusaka, Zambia. Be blessed. Thank you so much. As introduced, my name is Philippa. I'm privileged to serve as a minister in the house. Hallelujah. Allow me to acknowledge our man of God. Pastor Sir, thank you so much for this opportunity. Our first lady, Pastor Cho, Pastor Cassandra, Deacon Shemaya, the women's ministry leadership, thank you so much for the opportunity. I would like also to acknowledge our, uh, our online audience. Hallelujah. I'm aware that there are people who are watching us online. You are acknowledged. Our viewing centers, we love you and we acknowledge you. I'd like also to acknowledge every one of you, everyone present, those who've traveled to surprise people, and everybody, hallelujah, you are acknowledged. Like I said, I'm here on a special assignment, a very special assignment, and I would like us to be very open One thing God told me about this service is that there's going to be a lot of freedom and liberty. Listen, don't wait for a particular moment. Don't think there'll be a moment when I'll tell you God is touching you now. Well, there may be, but I want you to be open to receive and welcome him at any given moment. Pastor spoke of something. He said, you know what? Don't carry a cross that God hasn't given you to carry. Even those problems, he said, bring them to me. What are you doing carrying them? Let them off your shoulder. Hallelujah. So I'm going to be be sharing a sermon I have entitled, The God Who Keeps Covenants. Hallelujah. So a covenant is an agreement. It is, um, in international relations, we can call it a treaty. It is something that you agree on as with a partner. So it's not something that you just, you say, I'm in a covenant with myself. I don't know. I haven't heard of that. But like, it's not, it's not something that you just do casually. It's an agreement with someone or a group of people that are pursuing a specific and common goal. Hallelujah. Media, as I'm speaking, please give me um, Genesis chapter 9, verse 8 to 11. You know, when I was first taught that I would, I would, I would be ministering today, I wondered, I'm, I'm so glad last week Apostle said, if I give you to minister, be yourself. Because I wondered, I said, I'm going to go up front and crack what joke. Like, Apostle has loyal people, you know, like, they laugh before he cracks a joke. I said, imagine me cracking a joke and no one laughs. But I'm so glad that 
Apostle has given us the opportunity to be ourselves. Amen. So don't expect the joke or the Q&As. No. Next week. Okay. Thank you. Genesis chapter 9, 8 to 11. So as I was saying, that is a covenant. In the Bible, we see God making covenants with a number of people. We see God making covenants with Noah. We see God making covenants with Abram. We see God making covenants with the people of Israel. We see, we see the new covenant. Hallelujah. So when we talk of the covenant with Noah, let me just read this scripture. Genesis 9 verse 8. Can I have it in Amplified? Then God spoke to Noah and his sons with him saying, Behold, I establish my covenant or pledge with you and with your descendants after you. Next verse. And with every living creature that is with you, whether the birds, the livestock, or the wild beasts of the earth, along with you, as many as came out of the ark, every animal of the earth. 11, please. I will establish my covenant or pledge with you. Never again shall all flesh be cut off by the waters of a flood. Neither shall there ever again be a flood to destroy the earth and make it corrupt. Hallelujah. So we see God making that covenant with Noah. He says, I will never do this again. I understand that I did it once, but I will not do it again. We see over the years God fulfilling his promise. Hallelujah. Next verse, I would like media, please. Genesis 12, 2 to 3. We see God making a covenant with Abraham. Amen. Before he changes his name to Abraham. Okay. 12 verse 2. Thank you. And I will make of you a great nation. And I will bless you with abundant increase of favors. And make your name famous and distinguished. And you will be a blessing, dispensing good to others. Next verse, please. And I will bless those who bless you, who confer prosperity or happiness upon you. And curse him who curses or uses insolent language towards you. In you will all the families and kindred of the earth be blessed. And by you they will bless themselves. Hallelujah. Are we reading these scriptures? Are we, uh, are we getting the epignosis? I had to use the word. Genesis 17, 4 verse 8. The epignosis. You know, pastor says if you don't use a Greek, at least you throw in a Greek word. Thank you. As for me, behold, my covenant, solemn pledge is with you and you shall be the father of many nations. Next verse. Nor shall your name any longer be Abram, high, exalted father, but your name shall be Abraham. Anyway, father of a multitude, for I have made you the father of many nations. So we see God making a covenant with Abram. This is a man who's been trying to have children for a while. He's in his 90s, I think. Now, listen, we don't need the pharmacist or the doctor or a medical student to come and tell you that a 90-year-old man is a 90-year-old man. Hallelujah. A 90-year-old man has little to no strength left naturally if we're just speaking like just, you know, or any average day. A 90-year-old man has no strength. And then God comes to him and says, look, I am making a covenant with you. You will be called father of nations. Can you imagine how crazy that sounds? What has God told you that sounds so crazy? At 90-year-old, someone comes to tell me, I'm going to be a mother of many at 90. Sir, I respect you, but please. You know, a lot of things were obviously going through his mind. But then the Bible says, every time that 
um, every time that he remembered on that word that God gave him, it's like he got this strength on the inside. The word of God acted as his faith. It strengthened him. It strengthened his bonds and everything that needs, needed to be strengthened. We see in later verses that God keeps his covenant and even changes his name. Listen, there are people that have been known by their situation for a very long time and then God comes through and changes that situation, changes your name. All of a sudden, maybe you used to fail in class and they tell you, that one who's always the last one. You don't know her. She's always the last one. Then you encounter God, the God who says, I will give you knowledge and wisdom for all manner of literature. You will study and you will understand. All of a sudden, they want you to be class shape. Uh-uh. When did the name change? Hallelujah. When did, they, listen, I'm speaking to students. As I'm speaking, grab your word. Katalambano it. Another Greek word. Katalambano. Get a hold of it. And just confess it over yourself. Locate yourself in the sermon and declare it. Hallelujah. Okay, we move on. We move on. So God makes a covenant again with Israel in Exodus chapter 19, 5 to 6. Okay, now therefore, if you will obey my voice in truth and keep my covenant, then you shall be my own peculiar possession and treasure from among and above all people, for all the earth is mine. Six, please. And you shall be to me a kingdom of priests, a holy nation, consecrated, set apart to the worship of God. These are my words. These are the words you shall speak to the Israelites. Hallelujah. Deuteronomy 7 verse 9. Deuteronomy 7 verse 9. No, recognize and understand, therefore, that the Lord your God, he is God, the faithful God, who keeps covenant and steadfast love and mercy with those who love him and keep his commandments to a thousand generations. Come on, next verse. And repays those, with hate to, those who hate him to their face, destroying them. He will not be slack to him who hates him, but he will requite him to his face. Hallelujah. So we see from these scriptures, hallelujah, how God kept his covenant. And then, ladies and gentlemen, there is a new covenant. A covenant that speaks of salvation through Christ. Eternal life, leaving behind our past life for a new life. Hallelujah. Please give me Hebrews chapter 8, 6 to 13. This is the new covenant that we are living in. The new covenant entails that we give our lives to Christ and he gives us his life. Hallelujah. We stop to live for ourselves, but we begin to live for him. It means that everything that Christ stands for is what we begin to stand for. It means that if there is any form of sickness in your body, you know what? You go to the altar, you leave it there, and you say, God, I exchange this. I live in the new covenant. This sickness is not mine. I grab a hold of health, good health. I shall not be sick. Hallelujah. Hebrews chapter 8 verse 6. But as it now is, he, Christ, has acquired a priestly ministry which is as much superior and more excellent than the old as the covenant, the agreement of which he is the mediator. The arbiter, agent, is a superior and more excellent because it is enacted and rests upon more important, sublimer, higher, and nobler promises. 
We learned, Apostle taught us about the old covenant where he was speaking of the priests. And he taught us to say, in those times, and we see it in the Bible, in those times priests were required to slaughter animals for the forgiveness of our sins. Hallelujah. But now we have a high priest, the one who, who was slaughtered for our sake. Hallelujah. We do not require to give animals or anything because of this new covenant, because Christ died and did it for us. Hallelujah. Next verse, next verse, 2 Corinthians 3 verse 6. It is he who has qualified us, making us to be fit and worthy and sufficient as ministers and dispensers of a new covenant of salvation through Christ Jesus. Not ministers of the letter, of legally written code, but of the spirit. For the code of the law kills, but the Holy Spirit makes alive. Hallelujah. The Holy Spirit makes us alive. Hallelujah. For this next scripture, Hebrews 13, 20 to 21, I would like us to read it together. Hallelujah. Now, may the God of peace, who is the author and the giver of peace, who brought again from among the dead our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd of the sheep, by the blood that sealed, ratified the everlasting agreement, covenant, testament. Next verse, please. Strengthen, complete, perfect, and make you what you ought to be. Hold on, hold on. Strengthen, complete, perfect, and make you what you ought to be. Listen, I want us to get this. It makes you. Christ makes you. The word of God makes you what you ought to be. Listen, it means it transforms you from what you are now and takes you to where you are supposed to be. This means everything spiritual and everything natural. It means if you are meant to be a director, the word of God will make you that director. It means if you are meant to be, <laughs> I see directors this side. <laughs> it means that the one that you are now and where you see, the in-between is the word of God. The in-between is Christ. It means that where you are, you can't just take a leap in your own strength. It means where your qualifications may not necessarily take you, the word of God takes you. Listen, I have been stepping in meetings I'm not even qualified for. And look, when I enter those meetings, I don't even feel sorry for myself. Ask my friends. I don't ask myself, how am I here? I just say, I'm meant to be here. Kalabashante. Kalebasaya. There are days when I prayed for moments that I'm walking into now. Those that have been around me for a while will tell you, I have spoken of things that I'm walking into now. So it's not like when someone says, you won't believe this, you're going for this meeting. No, I believe it. I prayed for it. What do you mean I do not believe it? I believe it. I always say, I expect God to make exceptions for me. This is my personal declaration. Rules and policies must bend. When they hear this name, Ruth, listen, they may have come up with rules. No, you, you, you should have been serving or in the company for this long or you should have been a student for this long. Ah, with your God. The one who breaks protocol. <laughs> Not you. Listen, 
If you do not believe me, I believe on your behalf. And I'm speaking it for you. That we shall be, Pastor Cho, we shall be receiving testimonies of people being ushered into places that they don't think they are worth being into. Hallelujah. Listen, I'm here to not make you, okay, I want you excited, yes, but not, that's not the whole purpose. I want to speak to your spirit. I want to position you. I want to prepare you for this place that God is taking you to. Because he told me, I am elevating them. I am liberating them of the shackles that have kept them in one place for a long time. Listen, the Bible says that out of your belly, streams of living water shall flow. Is water ever stagnant? How? The moment water is stagnant, you have to worry. There is going to be a scent. There is going to be something that is not pleasing. Water must flow. Karabashete. Water must come from the source. It must flow. Kelebashaya. Now imagine that flow of water is on your inside. Kerabashata. Listen, they may be telling you there is no money for school fees. And you just go to your closet out of my belly. Karabashete. Kerabashaya. Out of my belly, Karabashete. You are not due for promotion. Hey, out of my belly, Karabashata, Lebasaya. That court case, that court case that is taking long. Out of your belly, Karabashete, Lebasaya. Rebasata, listen, what the enemy meant to shame you, God will use it. God will use it. Karabashete, Lebasaya, Rikabasaya, Mante. Listen, God is parting the Red Sea for your sake. If you read the Bible, you will see that the Red Sea is where their power lied. And God uses the very Red Sea to pass it and let his children pass by. Kerebashaya. What are they using against you? Who said that you can't carry a child? Kerebashaya. Rakama sentelebashaya. Kelebasanta. Listen, there is going to be freedom. There is freedom in this place. Karabashaya. Listen, I'm speaking debt cancellations. Kerebashanta. Rekebasaya. Mantelebashate. Kalabasaya. Kelemasantelebashaya. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Media, one last scripture. Please sit down. Matthew chapter 16, verse 19. Kelebrashante. A covenant requires two people to be faithful. Kelebashaya. Do not be unfair to yourself. No. Why should God be keeping his part and you not keeping your part? A covenant must have two people working together. It means you do not give up on your faith. It means you do not give up on God. It means you do not give up on what you have been taught. Hallelujah. Bless the Lord for those times, you know, when you stand in front, when apostle stands in front and he prays for you and you say amen. Yes, those will work. Or those emergency times when you need someone to talk to and you're texting him, apostle is agent. What happens when he's in a flight for seven hours? What happens? What happens? Apostle, there's a flight of seven hours and locking. What happens? What happens? What happens? What happens when the person that you run to is busy at that moment? What happens? Let's see what the word said. I will give you the keys of the kingdom of God. And whatever you bind, declare to be improper and unlawful on earth must be what it is already bound in heaven. Listen, the purpose of a key, <laughs> guys. <laughs> 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 guys, if you see me with a key, 
you know that I'm going to lock or unlock somewhere. How can I be moving with a key that doesn't have a door to enter into? Every time you have a key, it means you are opening or locking something. And the word says, I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. And there's a semicolon there. I'm not a teacher of English, but I know that once there's a semicolon, what comes after must be explaining what comes before. It means the two sentences are somewhat intertwined. So I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Just there, you have been given the keys. As in it's up to you to lock or to unlock. Listen, you can be in a space and you alone know what you want from God. And then he is telling you now, I have given you the keys. What do you want? Marriage, unlock. Uh -uh. And serious partners, lock. Because you know that the Bible says, none amongst you shall lack a mate. So you, what you know is that you should be married. The time wasters, you lock them out. Listen, you may have a court case. I don't know why I'm speaking of a court case. Maybe. Is there anybody with a court case in this? Okay. How long has it been dragging? Three months now. Okay. All right. I'll pray for you. Just remind me. Okay. So you can be, hallelujah, you can be having a court case. It can even go on for three months. Then you attend a service where a lady who's dressed beautifully is standing in front of you and telling you to say, listen, God has given you the keys. God has given you the keys. Trust me, she will come on this very pulpit and testify. Not just that the case is closed, but that she has won the case. Hallelujah. Because the kingdom, the kingdom keys have been granted to us. I was speaking to somebody the other time and they were complaining about their child. About how um, something was happening to their child and they were just really worried as any parent would be. I went before God and I said, God, you have given me keys. I don't like to see that woman complaining. Mm -mm. So I took it upon myself to start locking certain doors. Locking certain doors. Bit by bit, I'm seeing changes in behavior. And I'm seeing the mother saying, okay, my daughter is changing. My son is changing. And I'm just there smiling. Meanwhile, I know what I've been doing. Now, if God is concerned about, he doesn't have favorites. If God is concerned about the life of one, surely even yours should matter. What do you want God to do for you? What do you want God to do for you? By the end of this service, what would you have left with? Because I believe that everything that you have come with must be dealt with today. When I was praying, I was asking God to say, God, me, I didn't, I didn't even know that I'll be minister. Did I know? I didn't even know. I said, you, in your infinite wisdom, you spoke to who you must speak to, to put me to minister. Me, this is what I'm asking. I want everything sorted in that service everything sorted. My friends will tell you, I have been praying. I have been fasting for this service. Me, stay away from my lunch and nothing happens. No. Me, cancelling debts and nothing happens. No, 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 no. 
Listen, there must be testimonies. There must be things that are changing. It doesn't matter if it's too big or too small. If it's a sickness, if it's a job, if it's a partner, it doesn't matter whatever it is. God is coming through to your aid. Hallelujah. God is coming through to your aid. I want you to just believe that this God who has come, he is the breaker as we have been told. Any situation that has been dragging, anything that you have carried on for a long time, the breaker is in this place he has come to break loose every chain is broken look unemployment is breaking unemployment if you are looking for a job that is breaking that is breaking that is breaking unemployment is breaking they may be saying no there is no jobs in Zambia the Bible says when others are complaining about being casting down you will celebrate and say there is a lifting Kalabashaya. they will ask you how did you manage in that institution we've been praying declare it ask Chongo before she started working for Dangote we, a, a number of us used to call her Dangote when she calls before she even applied for Dangote when she calls we just pick up ah, ah Dangote and you know, would laugh about it. But we didn't know that God doesn't take jokes. Your spirit man doesn't know. You can be saying something. In your head, you're just saying it. But meanwhile, your spirit man has katalambanot. Hey, out of your belly, it is flowing. Out of your belly, it is flowing. Kalabashante. Kerebashatalabaya. Kelemansante. Listen, God does not show up. He just doesn't show up to show off. He just doesn't show up to excite you, then leave. He just doesn't show up to drop people, then go. No. God shows up to make a difference. When he comes, when he shows up, he changes your name. No longer shall you be called the woman with the issue of blood. How? Jesus healed. Why are you still calling me the woman with the issue of blood? No, 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 no. You can't be walking in the streets and people are saying, that is the lady who owes me. Not anymore. God is breaking ground. Financial doors are opening for you. Financial doors, you are clearing debts. Hallelujah. Listen, even your spiritual life, it is being elevated. Your eyes are being opened. Things are not permitted to happen in your family, in your nation, and you do not know. How? Why shouldn't you know? God has set you there for a reason. Hallelujah. You are there to be the eyes, to be the eyes of your life, to be the eyes of your family. Hallelujah. Refuse, refuse that something should happen and you do not know about it. Just go in prayer and refuse it. Every time you are praying for your family, refuse it. Say, this cannot happen. Why should this happen? I didn't know about it. Why should it happen? Hallelujah. Listen. Listen, I'm speaking things as I am seeing them from the Spirit. Those of you who have been with us know that I just do not speak from without. I'm speaking of things that I am seeing. Hallelujah. There is a lot of angelic activity. A number of things are happening. I have a few minutes left. 
Kele Bashaya. But God is about to show off in his might and his power. Kere Bashaya. I may not be able to pray for everyone. But I want you to believe that the one you came to encounter today is working for you. That that sickness is disappearing. You shall come and testify of this. Hallelujah. I would like everybody to be upstanding. Mr. Mawari, I know you are playing Kalabasante, but God asked me to tell you this in front of everyone that there is a promotion coming for you. There is a promotion coming for you. It is something that you have been praying about. Sometimes you've been feeling like, like, oh my gosh, I've been in this place for a long time. But the Bible says, and God has reminded me. That he is the one who, he brings back those years that you think you have lost. All those things that you thought you'd be getting over the years, they'll just come at once. God is about to shock you. God is about to surprise you. This promotion will not surprise only you. It will be above and beyond what you have been expecting. Hallelujah. And you will come and testify of this. Hallelujah. I want us to be in a mode of prayer. I want us to speak to God. I want you to speak to your God. Father Lord, I thank you. I thank you for your people in this place. I thank you. Jehovah God, I thank you for everyone present, for every family represented. Now I ask, Lord, that your power moves in this place. Situations are changing in this place. Raise your voice and speak out of your belly. Raise your voice and speak. Use that key and unlock. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, sickness is vanishing in this place. In the name of Jesus, diseases, diseases are being healed in this place. Illnesses are disappearing. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, the power of the Holy Ghost is moving in this place. Delivering what you came believing for. Moving you from one level of glory to the other. Rekede basaya mante, rekede basaya, kalabasa talaba. Listen, there is somebody believing God for, for a child. 
There's somebody believing God for, I know like if we are women, like everyone is believing God for a child. But there's somebody who God has asked me to pray for. I don't know if I've prayed for you before or this will be the first time or something. But I want you to come to the front. There's something, you know, there's something about how God works. There's something about how God works. There are certain things that you may have been praying for them and believing for them. You may even be discouraged and say, Lord, you know what? Or like, let me just, let me just push this thing aside. But I feel it strong in my spirit. And I want to pray for this person. I want to pray for this person. When I hear God speak, I know it. I know it. I wrote something else down. Wow. Mommy Deborah, please come. Please, if you are in this place and you are believing God for a child, I want you to come to the front. Okay. Okay. In the name of Jesus, I speak to your womb. You carry in the name of Jesus. Nothing shall hinder you in the name of Jesus. Nothing shall hinder you in the name of Jesus. I speak the power of God in this womb. In the name of Jesus, you will not have complications in the name of Jesus. You carry and you carry well. You carry full term. You deliver well. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Nothing, nothing shall hinder you. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Thank you. I'm closing soon. But God just reminded me to pray for you. There is something that is about to happen in your life. You may be expecting a number of things, but there is a door that God is about to open for you. This door will be linked to an international door. I see you crossing borders for this door. And this will be an answer to many other questions that you've been having. Many things that you have been wanting. Now by the power of the Holy Ghost, I declare that it is so according to the will of God. I speak also that your health aligns to accommodate for this new journey God is taking you on. In the name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus, it is done. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. 
I would have loved to continue, but I may not be given a platform next time. So I'll be forced to close here, to end here, my segment here. But I just want to encourage you. I just want to encourage you. I may not have called you out by name. I may not have called out your situation. But the God who's called out other people has seen your situation also. It may not even be directly for you. It may be for your family member, your friend, or anybody you are close to. But God is in this place and he has seen it. Hallelujah. So just be receptive. Over the next weeks, three weeks, we'll begin to see a lot of things. We'll begin to experience a lot of things. Hallelujah. Thank you so much. I would like to call upon the first lady. First lady, you and your team have been amazing. Um, is there any person in this place who's saying, Pastor, before you leave, I want the opportunity to be born again. I want to give my life to Christ. Perhaps you strayed off the right path and you want to rededicate your life to Christ. If you're in any of those two categories, we don't really have time. Just raise your hand and wave it. Just do it quickly. Just raise your hand and wave it. I'm seeing those hands. I'm seeing them. So those who've raised their hands, come to the front quickly. Come, come, come. Come quickly. Come quickly. Come, come. Wow, amazing. Come and keep coming. What a harvest. What a harvest. Is there anybody else? Is there anybody else? Please feel free. Amazing stuff. What a harvest. What a harvest. What a harvest. You can just lead them in the prayer of salvation. Go ahead. Thank you so much, Pastor. We can just lift our hands. Say, Lord Jesus, I believe you are the Son of God. I confess my sins and I receive you. Be my Lord. Be my Master. Amen. With your hands lifted, we're just going to pray for you. Father, in the name of Jesus, we pray over these people that let them all be filled with the Holy Spirit. Let them grow to be strong and mature believers that shall never fall. In Jesus' name. Now receive the Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus. Some of you have already started praying even in other tongues. That's the Lord Jesus. That's the Lord Jesus. Let's just, let me just speak a blessing. <laughs> In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, your week is blessed. In the name of Jesus, this is the blessing that I release this week. That your heart settles. Your mind settles. You're no longer in five, six, seven, eight places. Your thoughts are planted. Your heart is planted. You're not pulled away from the will of God. In the name of Jesus, your health is in order. You will not be a victim of unfortunate situations. You will not be a victim of thieves and robbers. You will not be a victim of accidents. And I declare that this extends to your family. You don't lose people. In the name of Jesus. Oh, wow. Wow.
What a service. I have been so blessed and I know you have been too. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you. You can reach the City of the Lord Church on 0777-930882. If you are unable to call, you can email us on the City of the Lord Zambia at gmail.com or reach us on Facebook at the City of the Lord Church. Stay blessed.